Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, what does it mean Jesus has divorced America? Now, before I get into this, you know, I've been doing this for some 40 years now, and not a lot bothers me. I sleep real good at night. Uh, as a matter of fact, someone asked me the other day was telling me that that they had a dream that they were running, people were chasing them. I've had other people tell me that they've had dreams of being behind barbed wire and barbed wire fence places and things like that. You know, in 40 years, 160 guest speakers, 330 DVDs, radio and TV, neither me nor my wife Leslie has ever had a dream that anyone was chasing us, that we were arrested, put behind barbed wire, you know, none of that. And I believe it's because we are getting the word out, because we are watchmen, because we are doing the best we can to try to tell people the truth, God is going to supernaturally protect us. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you something else here. I guess it was probably, I don't know, 15, 18 years ago. Prophecy Club was in another one of our dire straits, uh, which we've been in many financial scrapes. And Leslie prayed that night. And she said, Lord, is it time for us to just close Prophecy Club? And should I just tell Stan to just go get a job? (laughs) And that night he gave her a dream. And we were both, uh, I, I had solid white hair and she had solid silver hair. And she said, I had the old man shuffle, you know, where you're pushing those little things around. And she was still spry and able to get around pretty good. Uh, but it, we obviously, it was many years from now. And we were living on an island, which that is our heart. One day, if we ever do retire, and I don't see myself retiring, but if I do, we would like to live on some island someplace. So I thought that was very interesting that the, the dream would show that. And she says, all of a sudden, it came on TV and sirens going off and said that bombs were headed our way and that they would be arriving in 30 minutes. And we started, we left our house, which I think is wrong, and we were trying to head up into the mountains, out into the whatever forest. And these explosions happened overhead, and then this smell, she says, it's sand like felled every place. It was like sand. And she said it smelled like very, very strong insecticide. And she said, and Stan was going around telling people about Bible prophecy and trying to get them all saved. And I was trying to round people up to get them to come listen to Stan. But anyway, apparently that's how we die. So I'm not worried about some kind of a disease coming. I'm not worried about the war or anything like that. I mean, I believe that Psalm 91, it fits us. I've memorized it and hope you have too. Psalm 91, Psalm 23, and that God is going to protect us. But this particular one, this particular dream has stuck with me. Um, I keep thinking about it. And so I wanted to come back and just kind of tell you what has been mulling in my heart since I got this. Now, in case you missed yesterday's broadcast, You want to go back and listen to it. Anyway, uh, to give you the background on it, Vicki Goforth Parnell had a dream that Jesus has, not is going to, has given America a bill of divorcement. 
So what does that mean? You go back into Deuteronomy 24, and it tells you, when a man had taken a wife and married her, and it comes to pass that she find no favor in his eyes, in other words, the responsibility for pleasing each other, I didn't write the stuff, okay, it's what the Bible says, is on the shoulders of the woman. Married her, and it come to pass that she find no favor in his eyes, but he has, because he's found some in uncleanness in her. Then let him write a bill of divorcement and give it in her hand. I might add, it doesn't say anything about she gets half of the estate, nor does it say anything about she gets kids or anything like that. She just, he hands her a bill of divorcement and gives it in her hand and sends her out of his house. Now, I'm not trying to get into all that stuff. I'm trying to make the point that apparently what Jesus has done has given America a bill of divorcement. Now, what does that mean? Now, we're going to talk about that today. Okay, first of all, I'll skim through the dream. 12-27-22, I prayed heavily over my mind and body again. I dreamed I was living during the time of the Bible days, and I was dressed as the women of those times. I kept seeing people standing in small groups, studying and reading a parchment. Some were passing it from one to another. Each group said a few words that I heard spoken, and they were all the same. It's not a law, but a bill. I went from group to group, passing through several scenes, and it was all the same. In the scene, in the last scene, I walked up to another small group of people, and someone finally handed me the parchment. As I take it, a man says, It's not a law, but a bill. I looked at the parchment as I heard a lady say to me, It's not a law, but called a bill, a bill of divorcement. It is a legal binding bill of divorcement, with America's name as the person being divorced, and it is God doing the divorcing. I heard from the heavens, Your bill of divorcement, O America, is complete. I'm divorcing you for your unfaithfulness to me, your holy husband. Now, it didn't say I'm filing for divorce. It didn't say that there's 30 or 60, 90 day wait period. It says, boom, America, I've divorced you. All right, now, what does that mean? I think that we need to talk about that. Now, all the people speak in unison. It's not a law, but a bill, a bill of divorcement. You have been divorced by God, your creator, O America, the faithfulness, the faithless whore. Babylon, you have become. A bill of divorcement you have received this very moment in time. Then I jolted out of my sleep hearing, it's a bill of divorcement from God. Now, what does that mean? Well, for us to understand what that means, we have to go back and understand what does it mean when God is for a nation. So we go to Deuteronomy 28, and it says, if you're faithful, this is what I'm going to do for you. If you want to stop and read all of it, you can, but I'm going to summarize it. So it says, if you will do what I've asked you to do by following my laws, and these are the blessings you're going to get. You will be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed in the body and the ground, the cattle and the sheep, the basket and the store. You'll be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. And, now this is an important part, the Lord shall cause thine enemies to rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. If 
Jesus truly has given America a bill of divorcement, and I believe he has. I believe this is of God. I believe we are the mystery of Babylon, as I've been telling people for, uh, what, 35 years now, 40 years. Leviticus 26, 8 says, now this is for the faithful, and five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put 10,000 of your enemy to flight. And your enemy shall fall before you by the sword. That's for the nation that follows God's laws. So then we jump on to Deuteronomy 28.15. This is continuing, except for this is what happens to the nation that does not follow God's laws. If you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, Cursed shall thou be in the field. Cursed shall thou be in the basket of the store, and thy body in thy land, and thy kine or the cattle, the flocks of the sheep. Cursed shall thou be when thou come in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall set upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, in all that thou settest thine hand unto to do, until thou be destroyed, and thou perish quickly. Now I'd like to say that's all. But that's not all. It goes on. Now look at this next thing. And the Lord shall make the pestilence. We haven't seen a pestilence come across America the last couple of years, have we? No, it wasn't just America. It was all around the globe. But millions of people died from that pestilence in America. The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave to you. And I remember when I first heard about this, this big pestilence coming. Well, you know, I remember where... A uh, thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. And so I, I claimed those. I claimed those for my wife, my family, my children, my grandchildren, our church, our supporters. And I don't know of any of our family or our supporters that are paid for. Matter of fact, most of them didn't get sick even. Let's go on. Then it says, the Lord shall smite thee with a consumption. Okay, what's that? That's the kind of like flesh-eating virus and things like that. With a fever, well, all kinds of things might get us, give us a fever. And with an inflammation, things where things swell up, okay, with an extreme burning, with a sword, with blasting, with mildew, and shall pursue thee until thou perish. Now, this is very interesting here. And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, means it won't rain. And the earth that is beneath thee shall be iron. We know that Lake Powell, Lake Mead, the Colorado River is drying up. It's almost dry. Now, what does that mean? When Lake Powell and Lake Mead dry up, not that just doesn't mean just that there's no water in the western United States. That also means there's no electricity. It also means that there's no food. You take away just those three things, Colorado River, Lake Mead, Lake Powell, and millions of Americans will starve to death, freeze to death, just from those three. And they say now that many of those places are getting so low, low like they've never seen them low, 
that is not since they built the dams, what, in the 40s, when it was 40s, 50s, something like that. In other words, a lot of this is hitting us right now. In the heaven over they shall be brass. Talk to the western United States. That's happening now. And the Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust. That's happened. Let's go on. And the Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them, and thou shalt be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. I remember, I tried to look it up, I couldn't find it. I remember Henry Groover had a vision where he saw a, a submarine literally just go right upon the beaches uh, of our West Coast. He saw that this was not a submarine of underwater missiles and things like that, or even water-to-land missiles, but this was a submarine carrying troops. He said he saw him go up on the beach, and hundreds of troops came pouring out of the submarine. It was an underwater people carrier. And he said he saw them come out, and he said he saw that they were Asian. He didn't know whether they were North Korean or Chinese or, you know, what the, but they were Asian. Now, here's the interesting part. As the Americans came down and started firing at them, the American guns, it's like they were filled with rubber bullets or blanks. They could not hit them, and what came out of that submarine just massacred the Americans. See, that's what we're talking about. You know, right now, uh, let, me, let me back up. Let me show you the scripture. Okay, remember, remember this one here? Five of you shall chase a hundred. When God is with America and we go into Iraq or to Afghanistan or even to Vietnam, we have the upper hand. And typically, it's like anywhere from one to ten Americans die and a thousand die on the other side. In other words, we are far superior. And it's almost like their bullets won't reach us, and our bullets always find their home with them. Well, what it's saying is that when America has been divorced, it's saying these kind of things, this kind of protection is not going to be there anymore. It says that we, things like we're not going to be able to stop the people coming over our southern border. And truth be known, they'll probably be coming in on the east and the west border and maybe even the northern border too. And they're not just coming here to find a job. They're coming here because they're probably going to be handed a cell phone And they're probably going to be told, given some money, given a place to stay, and they're probably, let's put it this way, me, if I was trying to destroy America, this is what I would do. I'd say, come here, we'll give you some money, give you a place to stay, we'll put you up. But when that cell phone rings and you're told to report someplace, you do it. And then at the right time, I would have those cell phones ring. I would have these people show up at secreted places out in the woods or secret some kind of place where they could be trained militarily, given bullets, guns, explosives, all kinds of high technology, and turn them into people, well, like Dimitri was told, some of the people will start fighting against the government. Yes, that's referring to Americans fighting against America, but it's also, uh, there's another scripture that says, I will fill America with men as with caterpillars. Jeremiah 50, I believe it is. I read it several times. Let's go on, though. 
Smit before your enemies. Now, verse 30. Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Not only is America a nation of liars, we are a nation of... I don't know a nice word. How do I say this? How do I say this nicely? We are a nice nation of sex addicts. We are a nation that can't keep our eyes off of another man's wife. Sad to say, we can't keep our hands off of another man's wife. We can't keep drugs out of our schools, drugs out of our children, drugs out of our grandchildren. We have homeless. We, we have so many problems. All of these things, these curses. I mean, having so many homeless in America that's not being taken care of, that's a curse. We are a cursed nation. So, Stan Johnson, do you think that this is real? Do you think that God has divorced America? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely. And I do think that America has become the mystery of Babylon, Revelation 18. And I saw another angel come down from heaven, and the earth was lightened with its glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great has fallen, has fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. And we have. You know, I got an email the other day and said, you're just a fear monger. That's all you are. You know what? Well, I would say to people that think that, you need to go read Ezekiel 33.6. Go read it. Because to the people that are called to be watchmen, and if you're watching this right now, you are called to be a watchman. It says that if the watchman sees the sword come and he doesn't blow the trumpet, then those people's blood is on his head. In other words, he's responsible or she's responsible before God when they stand up there before the great white throne, which the Christians won't, or when they stand before the Bema Seat or the Judgment Seat of Christ where the Christians stand. When they stand there, they're going to have, a, have to give an account for that person, why that person did not get saved, why they didn't get their life turned around. I don't think there's anybody that's going to be saying, well, you just warned people too much. You just told people too much about all the things that I was about to do. No, I think they'll be heard, they'll be heard saying something like, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the glory of the Lord. These days, <laughs> this is real serious. This is real serious. I mean, if God has divorced America, and I believe he has. Matter of fact, I think if you've been listening to Prophecy Club for a while, you'd probably be saying, well, this is no surprise to me. You're saying, well, this makes perfect sense. So what do we expect? I think we can see a lot of... I think several things we're going to see. I think that the prophetic messages that have been warnings, like from Dana Coverstone, like uh, Shane Warren, uh, Vicki Parnell, Terry Bennett, I think those warnings are probably going to change. And they're going to change from warnings to prophecies. Now, what do I mean? Uh... If you're driving down the road and somebody is out there 
flashing a light like this. Here, I got a flashlight. Let me just show you. Okay, so like one time in my life, I was uh, I saw someone flashing a light like this. Okay, and maybe it was an angel, but I slowed way down, and I took that exit. And as I took the exit, I just hit a patch of black ice. And Leslie and I said, that, 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 that's it. We pulled into a hotel, and we stayed the night right there. And I think someone was up there, and they were warning me that if I went over this overpass, I was going to hit a patch of black ice, and something real bad was going to happen. I often wonder if that was an angel up there warning me, don't come over this pass. This is, this is black ice, and something real bad is going to happen. But see, brothers and sisters, that's what you and I are. We're doing this, okay? We are warning people. There's black ice ahead. But the difference is the warning is saying it may come. There, there might be black ice. But the difference, and now what I think we're going to start seeing is there is black ice. In other words, it's no more a warning. It's no more saying, well, you know, there, there might be a dollar fall. I think we're going to be looking at, and, and it may be that the prophecies, instead of like Shane Warren was told in 2010, that the dollar is going to fall. And you'll be able to tell when the dollar, dollar starts falling is when they start selling oil in another currency, which they are now about to start doing. So that's 12 years. That's 12 years of warning. Have we listened? Have we made changes? Have there been the churches filling up with people? Have there been a lot of people coming to Jesus? No. Have there been sports stadiums filled with people? No, there haven't. I think what we're going to start seeing is this time when God says there's black ice ahead, we hit it. I think when God says the dollar's going to fall, it falls and it hits within a very short time. I, I hate to put a like a week or a month, or I, I, but very short time. In other words, we're not talking about these things coming 12 years away. We might not be talking about them coming 12 months away. We might be talking about them coming 12 days away. I'm saying that when, when Jesus has divorced us, the hammer is coming down. We can expect the rain to stop, the blessings to stop, our dollar to stop, all our world has changed. Let me say it again. Our world has changed. We no longer have the blessing and the protection of being the bride of Christ. We no longer have, we're not married to him anymore. He's divorced us. He's told us to hit the road, Jack. He's told us, maybe, maybe he told us to pack and leave. But maybe he just said leave. Maybe he said leave. You don't take anything with you. You don't take any gold and silver. You don't take the children. You don't take my name. You are out the door, babe. Well, here, I'll give it. Let me, let me go back. We were talking about this the other day. Let me go back. I'll just show you what the Scripture says. If he has found some uncleanness in her, and this is not necessarily that he, he doesn't find her pleasing, but specifically in uncleanness, as in there's something, without trying to define that. But when he is displeased, he simply gives her a bill of divorcement. 
and tells her, he gives it in her hand, as has been given to America. He has spoken to Vicki Parnell, and I believe she was hearing of God, and said, I've given America a bill of divorcement. It's not coming. It has arrived. What does that mean? That means that Jesus has kicked us out the door. We don't get to walk out the door with gold and silver. We have to leave the children behind. We don't get half of the estate. We Nothing. I don't know about you, but that's scary. I think that that saying you can expect, well, this is a secular term, but in this case, it fits. I think you can expect all hell to break loose in our nation. I would, here, here, let me jump down here. Let me give you some suggestions. I've talked about this several times. One, we know that the dollar is going to fall. We have 11 specific credible prophecies that the dollar is going to fall. If you have not made preparations for that fall, then you need to do so. And if you're thinking about getting gold and silver, we'll send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. And we also have 14 prophecies, credible prophecies, saying that there's about to be a food shortage, as well as all of the other articles that are all saying, look, there's 150 different food growing and producing and distrib- distribution places. 150 of them have been destroyed in the last, what, 18 months? Uh, it shouldn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out, okay? 14 food shortages. And so if you do not have food... I'll send you to josephkitchen.com. Why? Well, because you started it. Wrong. Because most of your long-term emergency storage places will cost you about nine or $10,000 to feed one person for one year. Joseph Kitchen can show you how to do it, how to feed your family for in the ballpark of about $1,000 a year per person. So you got four people in your home instead of spending $40,000 you can spend $4,000 at josephkitchen.com. All you got to do is first you get yourself a machine package. Got to have that to make the bread. Then you decide how much more food you want. Now, third thing is suitcase nukes. Uh, it's got 32, but I think the number's up to 33 now. 33 different dreams, visions, audible voices, angel visits that show that there are suitcase nukes in America and they're going to go off. And for that, you need to have some food, you need to have some gold, and we'll also send you to empshield.com. And yes, if you use promo code PROPHECY, then it'll get you a $50 discount and it helps your Prophecy Club. We have seven specific prophecies, specifically from Dimitri Dudeman, one of them, that says the Russians are going to attack in a surprise nuclear attack. In that God has divorced us, I would say danger Danger, danger, get prepared. Because when we've been handed a bill of divorcement, we don't have long. We don't have long. We don't have long. I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, Our goal is to help you live a more healthy and prepared life. Our products are ready for everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage. Whether you are looking to make healthy, homemade, 
whole wheat bread, or want to be sure your family is prepared, Joseph's Kitchen is pre-packaged to take all the guesswork out. We personally test each harvest to make sure you are getting the highest quality ingredients. Are you and your family prepared for what may lie ahead? At Joseph's Kitchen, we are your farm-to-table alternative. Go to josephskitchen.com to order today. And be sure to use the promo code on screen to receive your free gift. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now.